Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Raquel Show. So this week, I just want to get right into it. I want to talk about how great marijuana is. Now, as you know, I I don't know if you will, obviously you guys don't know, but I have really bad PMS. Like, I'm really moody. Like, I want to cry most of the time. Um, I get really, like, depressed. I get, like, really irritated. Like, everyone, like, irritates the fuck out of me when I'm PMSing. So I've always struggled with finding solutions that are good to help me kind of like get rid of those like annoying things like being irritated, being sad, being super moody and like I eat like I'm a linebacker. And what's helped me is edibles and smoking. So recently, like I've always smoked, but recently I was like let me be more intentional with kind of like what I'm what kind of strains I'm smoking while I'm PMSing or while I'm on my period because it's like a world of a difference and I was on Reddit a few months ago and I saw like there's like a group for women who have PMDD and I really struggle with my PMS symptoms like I think it really affects my life during like those like two weeks of PMS and I saw that there are so many women who struggle with the same things that I struggle with as far as like mood swings, um, feeling really depressed, um, cravings, um, all those like awful things that happen to us during PMS. So I was like, there has to be a solution for this because like I was coming up with so many different routines to prep my body and like prep my like mindset to deal with my period. And I was like, this is just like, this can't be life. So Recently, I've been more intentional with kind of what strains that I use during my PMS week. And I recently started like heavily taking edibles. I take these gummies, they're like peach rings, and they are absolutely amazing. Like I take each like peach ring has at least like 20 milligrams in it. And I take half of that and I'm like, it's like such a euphoric feeling where I don't have those like PMS symptoms. I'm so happy. I'm in a great mood. I even feel like more creative. I feel like lighter. I'm like, wow, like PMS actually does not suck. So like that has been like a godsend for me finding the solution to help me with my PMS. But So there's like three different strains of marijuana and there's sativa, which is more of like a head high, keeps you like more alert and like it's more uplifting and euphoric typically. And typically you have like more energy too. And then you have indicas, which are just more like of a body high, you feel more relaxed and sometimes it makes you like more hungry, you have like more of a bigger appetite and it's really good for like sleep or pain. And typically I really enjoy like a hybrid. Um, I'm really like kind of a mix. And recently I tried this other shirt, it's called Pink Champagne, and it's amazing. Um, it's like a hybrid, and it smells like so pretty. Like it smells like almond and like strawberry and raspberry, and it's a really good like head high, but it also relaxes my body too. It's like a really sophisticated flavor. Um And I really enjoyed that. That really helped me with my PMS. And I'm going to definitely use this strain like more during PMS week. But I think every week I'm just going to kind of like review which strain I'm like using. And then like every week, like what new strain I'm I'm using. Because I think like I'm like definitely a connoisseur with what to use for PMS. Like what to use for like to help me with certain moods. Like if I'm feeling depressed, if I'm feeling like 
okay, like I need to sleep more. I really like to try different things. So I'm going to share that with you guys like every week, what strain I'm using. So I love trash TV. Like any trash TV, like Raquel is there. Like, so obviously I love Real Housewives. Every single franchise, I love it. I have just recently watched the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City previews and it's the drama just looks insane. Um, one thing that really stuck out to me was Mary Crosby. So she is supposedly a cult leader. And I find that like really interesting because I am obsessed with like cults. Like I watch documentaries on cults. And there was like a scene in the show where I think Lisa was interviewing one of Mary's church members. So Mary is a pastor. She inherited her church from her grandmother, which is like super weird because what came with it is she inherited her church from her grandmother and she also inherited her husband from her grandmother. So she's married to her grandmother's like second husband. Isn't that disgusting? Her grandmother was like, yeah, when I die, I want you to marry my husband. That's so like disgusting and sick on so many levels, but whatever. And I remember on the show, Jen Shaw, she was calling Mary Crosby a grandpa fucker. And like, that is, (laughs) I love Jen. Jen is so funny. Like she's, she makes the show to me, but Mary Crosby, she is supposedly a cult leader. And then I saw on like E or something in the news that she was charged with like harboring a minor or like some sort of kidnapping case. And so I wonder what happened there, but I was just thinking about cults and I feel like it's so easy to like get into a cult and not even realize you're in a cult. Cause I even feel like certain churches have like a very cult like feeling and that like it's a lot of people get like into that mindset like, oh yeah, I love going to my church all the time. And you start, like, following all these rules and there's all these, like, community events where you have to, like, meet people, meet, like, your church members every weekend. Like, it's, like, it sounds like a cult to me. A lot of people who, like, go to certain, like, certain churches just have this, like, cult feeling. Not all of them, but certain of them do. And I was talking to my friend recently about how I think I, like, almost, like, got into a cult by accident. So I used to go to this meditation group and I was invited to this like Buddhist, it's like sort, it wasn't Buddhist, but it was like sort of like some Buddhist ceremony and like you receive blessings. And I was like, sure, whatever. Cause like I'm very free spirited. So like I'm down for pretty much anything. And so I went and we get into like this house. This is back when I lived in Atlanta. And we get into this house and there's like several people there. You take off your shoes and you get like anointed with some like, I guess like holy water, like some holy oil or something like that. And you go downstairs and then there's like all these like I don't know like gold bowls and there's like this guy looks like a priest he's like sitting there and there's all these candles and they're like yeah we're gonna you're gonna receive all these blessings and you're healing like 20 generations before you and after you when you receive these blessings and like it was just very creepy but like I me mean, I'm just like oh like yeah I would love to receive blessings for all the generations of my family I love it that sounds amazing like I'm into weird stuff like that <laughs> so we like receive all these blessings and then at the end like they like turn off the lights we all have to like hold hands and like receive the blessings and I was like this is really fucking weird now that I think about like what am I doing here like what if they like try to kidnap me or make me do something weird but 
um, at the end, um, everyone, like, all the, the like, priest-like people are dressed in, like, all white. And they're, like, anointing us with oil at the end. And um, we have to, like, chant these, like, things. And I'm like, this is so weird, Raquel. Like, why are you, why are you here? And um, I remember the woman who invited me, she was like, hey, like, you know, if this is too weird for you to leave. I was like, yeah, girl, I'm definitely going to leave soon. Like, this is fucking weird. So at the end of the event, um, they, like, serve us vegan food. And I just want to say, like, why do people associate, like, spirituality or, like, being in touch with yourself with, like, eating just vegetables? Like, I just feel like God didn't tell me I need to eat just vegetables. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, he doesn't care if I eat bacon or, like, have ribs or something. I just don't think he cares that much about that. But it was just really weird. But I just think, like cults like they're so easy to fall into because it's such a like it feels like you feel like it's a community you feel oh my god this is such a great opportunity to meet people and I really feel connected and I feel safe with these people and it's a great time and you know I'm connecting with my higher self and my spiritual self so honestly when I see people getting into cults like I kind I kind of see how they get into it recently I was watching this documentary on Netflix, Wild Wild Country, and it's so amazing. It's like a, a multi-part series on Netflix about this cult. Um, they were like the followers of this guy, like the people of Rajni Param, I think that's what it's called. And they founded this community in like in Wasco County, Oregon, where like it's the middle of nowhere, Oregon. So they have so much land and they are all about like free love and peace and being in tune with yourself and sex and it's like a bunch of like hippies and just like being in tune with yourself and honestly that sounds like a great time to me like I'm just like wow I just had to like be free and have fun and just like love everyone and love life and I don't blame these people for getting into it but as I was like watching the type of people that join these cult communities like there's something that's like a common theme with these people where I feel like a lot of these people are like usually come from like a good, a quote unquote good family. They come from either like a middle class to like wealthy family background and they feel like they really don't have anything to live for. So they join these cults kind of searching for some sort of purpose, like searching for like some sort of like, I need something to do in my life like I need like a a higher calling or greater calling than like what I'm doing right now and they get rid of all their belongings and join these crazy fucking people in Oregon and over like you guys have to watch it's like just over time how crazy this cult got into they're all about peace and love and they started they poisoned the entire town but you guys have to watch it it's amazing I would definitely recommend watching Wild Wild Country on Netflix Oh, and I just remembered he re- the cult leader, he rebranded his name as Osho. Like every basic bitch on Instagram has an Osho quote, like something basic like, oh, if you love a flower, don't pick it up. Something stupid like that. But he rebranded himself as Osho. So I think it's really funny how he's probably like a new cult leader and like probably has a whole new following under this new name. But speaking of basic bitches, so I was talking to this girl I met at the nail salon, this is like last week, 
And we were just talking about like just dating men, different tests that women use to test men. I know like testing men is like not, I wouldn't recommend testing a man. I just don't think it's right to test people. But women do have tests that we use on men to see like what kind of man he is, like what he'll do or like what he's about. And she was explaining to me the test that she uses for men. And it was the most basic bitch test ever. Like, and I'm just like, girl, are you like, that's what you're using. So she explained to me that her test for a man is she'll lose her wallet or she'll lose her purse and she'll call him like, oh my God, I lost my wallet. I lost my purse. Like, what am I going to do? Oh my God. So she, in her mind, she's like, okay, if I tell a man that I lost my purse or I lost my wallet, I'm letting him be a man and be like, oh my God, can I buy it for you? Like, what do you need? What kind of purse is it? What kind of wallet was it? Can I buy that back for you? And she told me, she's like, yeah, she's like, yeah, if he buys it for you, you know, he's a keeper. I'm just like, what is that? Like, what does that mean? I don't get like, what was the test? Like, if he's going to buy you something, like, what kind of test is that? Like, okay, he, what he bought, he decides he's going to buy you a new wallet or a new purse. Like, what does that mean? And then I'm thinking, so this is what we're using to test if a man is solid or not. If he buys us a purse or he buys us a wallet that's our new litmus test because I just feel a man who has money, if he buys you something, like it doesn't really mean much because he has so much money. Like, what does it mean? Like you date a millionaire, like, and he buys you something that costs five grand. Like that's just like pocket change to him. Like, what does that mean? Like that isn't, that doesn't show you if he's solid, solid or not. He just bought you something. I'm just like, yes, money is important, but men buying you things like that doesn't, show their character doesn't show like how solid of a person or a man that they are and why are we testing people to see if they're like solid or not like I just don't think that's right to do that to be honest the best way to really find these things out about a man is to just really get to know them and go on a few dates and find out certain things about them through conversation and spending time with them but I did used to have a test back in the day what I used for men and mine started because I went on a really bad date and then I was like okay I have to use this test all the time with men so the test that I used to use so let me tell you about how bad this date was so I met this guy this is back when I lived in Atlanta and we decided to go on a strip club date he was from out of town he'd never like been to an Atlanta strip club and you know the clubs in Atlanta like are like the best in the country they're amazing like you go to see like a show basically and it's just so much fun and the club we decided to go to was the blue flame that's one of my favorite clubs in Atlanta it's just a really like it's really chill in there it's a lot of fun um it's like like a little hole in the wall place but it's been around for like ages so we decided to go there and then the first red flag was he wanted to get there at like at 10 o'clock and I was like I don't want to like look like a lame and get to this club at 10 o'clock so he was like really just excited to go so I was like okay fine whatever so we get there and there's only like one girl dancing I'm like okay this is super boring like why are we here this early and so you know some time passes and he decides to get a lap dance and So the Blue Flame is, like, the home of the $5 lap dance. Like, the lap dances there are $5. 
so he gets this girl to dance for him and she's like dancing for like a couple of songs. It's been like a good minute. And then she's finally done dancing and she's like, yeah, that's going to be a hundred dollars. And he's like, what? You said it was five dollars. And I'm just like, I wanted to like disappear into thin air when he said that. I'm just like this like cheap asshole. Like, what do you think this is? Like, she's at work right now. This is her job. This is not like, oh, yeah, I really like you. I'm going to dance for you for free. Like, what do you think this is? And I was like, what an idiot. Like, so the night passes by. And so he decided to like move closer to the stage. And he starts like crumpling up his dollar bills into little balls and throwing it at the dancers on stage and I was mortified and like honestly upset so I was like you need to stop doing that that's so rude that's so disrespectful you can't throw stuff at people like let alone like dancers who are performing right now like what the fuck is wrong with you so I was like so embarrassed and like so upset but I just like left him there like I left him in the club I went home and Ever since then, I'm just like, that was such a horrible date. And honestly, I feel like you need to t- we need to take like men on strip club dates because to me, I feel like you can find out everything you need to know about a man by just like taking him to the strip club. Like for one, like you're going to see what is what his character is like. Does he respect women? How is he around other, other men? Like you just have him in di- so many different scenarios like within the strip club and for me, it's like you're able to see like, okay, is he cheap? Because I've seen so many men go to the club and they don't spend any money. They're not throwing any money. And it's like, why are you here? Like, we're not, these girls aren't like dancing for you for free, like just for fun. Like this is their job. Like they're entertaining you. And so if you see like he's cheap to spend, it's like, oh, like people who are cheap, if you're cheap with money, like you're cheap with everything, you're cheap with love, you're cheap with your dick, you're cheap with how much time you give, you're cheap with like your patience, you're cheap with like so many different things in life. So just like you cannot date a cheap person because it's just problems for so many other areas in life. And you're also able to see, okay, like does he respect women? Because that guy throwing dollar bills, like crumbled up in little balls at those dancers, like you know, like he's a complete asshole because these women like they're obviously naked dancing so you see like okay like is he going to be respectful towards these women because they're not like pieces of trash like they're women they're human beings they're just they're entertainers so you're able to see if he respects women you're also able to see like how he is around other men because I feel like it's important to always pay attention to like how a man deals with his ego because you know there's a lot of different type of men in these like environments you're gonna see like is he gonna start problems with other men like am I gonna feel safe and protected when I'm with him like you need to see all of those things and I feel like just a strip club date is the perfect place to take men I think you guys should try it and let me know how it goes. I would love to hear more about your strip club date. All right, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you all so much for listening again this week. I can't wait to talk to you guys again. See you soon. Love you. Bye.